0: Well, you've heard of Take Out the Trash Friday, right? That's when politicians release news that they don't really want publicized, and they do it like late on a Friday before a weekend. Well, there is a whole new chapter on that front. And our Von Palmer joins us now from the Vancouver Sun to tell us all about it. Good morning, Vaughn.
1: Uh, good morning, Simi. I think we'll have to call this one Sleep In Saturday Morning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the new Democrats. Uh, 10 a.m. Saturday on a long weekend, well, a long weekend for the provincial government anyway, we get this, uh, finally get the report, the full report, more than 150 pages of the government panel that reviewed the problem of prolific offenders or repeat offenders, if you want to call them that, and random street violence. So the report runs, as I say, more than 150 pages, vivid anecdotes in it and makes it clear that the problem is a lot worse than the new Democrats have been letting on.
0: It must be really bad, and it must be illustrated in this report for them to release it on a Saturday morning of a long weekend.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's true. I mean, you remember the government gave us the executive summary of the report and sort of surrounded themselves with validators, as they usually do. And they came out and said, uh, we hear the recommendations. There were 28 of them, and we're going to get going on them right away. And by an amazing coincidence, the New Democrats picked a recommendation that had to do with a program for a pilot program for prolific offenders, a program that was funded $120,000 and that was wound up, the pilot project, by the Liberals 10 years ago. And NDP tried to persuade us that the reason we had a problem today On our streets, with prolific offenders, catch-and-release justice, all of that, violent attacks, was because of something the liberals had shut down 10 years ago. I don't think anybody really believed it anyway. It was so disingenuous. And now that we've got the full report, it just further discredits the government's pathetic response to the report.
0: Yeah, and what it shows is that we're not imagining these things. No. This is happening in our downtown areas. These are happening in our towns.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I, I went through the whole thing on the weekend, and uh, the anecdotes, the experiences of frontline police, health care workers, social workers, mental health workers, probation officers, again and again, tell you this problem is worse than ever. I, I will pick one, and I pick this one because it involves Oak Bay, which is this sleepy little community next door to mine, Victoria. They've got about two dozen police on their staff, and you know, Oak Bay is pretty quiet. Here's what the Oak Bay Police Department has to deal with. Once a month, they say, we get a call to pick up a guy who hates police stops his medication becomes paranoid carries a machete lives in a high risk building to enter and we have to detain him very challenging because there's a very narrow stairway to his door this means we have to do surveillance for days because we want to apprehend him safely away from his residence and not injure ourselves so we wait till he goes shopping he goes shopping we take him into custody we take him to hospital, and a month later, we have to repeat the whole process. This has a huge impact on our resources. So that's... That's a crazy story. That's and, and there's so much of it in there, Simi. And, you know, the report also says, look, the police are demoralized by all this. I mean, they arrest people. We saw that horrible incident in Vancouver on the weekend, right? And huge police resources. The guy gets released before some of the officers go, on, go off shift. It's demoralizing to the public. Social agencies, including agencies on the downtown east side, say they're having trouble attracting and retaining staff, Simi, because the job is suddenly too damn dangerous. This notion that social workers can somehow or other deal with these problems where people are violent. Now, the report says, look, there's a whole series of problems here, but... One of the things that's really interesting when you read the detailed report is they are critical of the prosecution service. They say that the prosecution service, when, when, when someone's released, there are often release conditions. When police arrest someone for violating those release c- conditions, when they catch them and they take them to the prosecution service, the report says the police are finding that the prosecutors won't lay charges for violating release conditions unless the person committed another offense, like a violent attack. So even when they catch the person not obeying their release commission conditions, they do it again. And not surprisingly, the report says many, some offenders are mentally ill, but some offenders are just full-time criminals and they're not stupid. They know there are no consequences. So they offend and they re-offend sometimes the same day, and it goes on and on. So what you said in the introduction, Simi, to me, overwhelmingly, this is a real problem. And We heard all spring from David Eby, and we've heard recently from the prosecution service, oh, no, crime statistics are on the way down. This is all just anecdotal. Uh, This is overblown by the news media and by the police. Well, the report says, no, it isn't. The the quote is, we emphatically disagree with that argument. The problem is real. Police aren't making it up. Mayors and councillors aren't making it up. The media is not making this up, Simi. It's a real thing out there. Yeah. And the government has really got to wake up and pay attention to this. And they can't pin this one on the B.C. liberals, although heavens knows they tried.
0: Okay. So then my question is, with a report that is emphatic as that, Vaughn, what, are, what is going to happen here? What will the government do with this?
1: You know, uh, I don't know if you saw the tweet on the weekend from the mayor of Port Coquitlam, Brad west but uh, there's a guy with his feet on the ground he said how often does the government order an expert report that comes back to tell us what we already widely suspected was real because mayors are in touch with their communities and uh, they have a bunch of recommendations and maybe they do something maybe they don't I mean I it's a big challenge David Eby commissioned this report if he becomes leader of the NDP he's got to do something with it but I did notice one thing, Simi, going over my local newspaper here, the Victoria Times Colonist, had the statements from all the people running for office on Vancouver Island. So good job on their part. And I went through and I just looked for one issue. The candidates who say their number one or number two priority is public safety and the candidates who don't say that. And it is the real dividing line in the civic elections coming up. It's true, Simi, that local government can only do so much on this. But if candidates who've made public safety their big issue get elected in the civic elections in October, I think that sends a message to senior governments in a way that no report ever will do. It says the public's focused on this issue. This is a number one issue with the public, and the candidates who've picked up on it, if they get elected, I think that will say the, those candidates connected with the public concern.
0: Hmm. So do you think then that this upcoming municipal election that's happening is, is a, a good sign watcher for this provincial government to see how people are feeling?
1: i do and you know it'll it'll depend on on what happens i mean there are a lot of issues out there and again when you look at the statements of people running for office you find you know they try to hit every mark because there's a whole lot of priorities out there from transit to homelessness to all that this one to me and 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 this report confirms it and to some degree the government didn't want to hear it um Public safety issue is having an impact on businesses in downtown British Mm -hmm. Columbia. It's having an impact on police morale. It's shaking public confidence in the justice system. Now, in my view, the government ought to listen to that anyway. Uh, But I guess we'll see whether the civic election results also communicate that up the line. I don't know if it will. Go to the federal government, too, because part of the problem is yeah. the criminal code of Canada.
0: Absolutely. I know. So you just But you know what? At least it confirms to us, Vaughn, we're not crazy. We see yeah, this no. happening, and it is happening. <clears throat> no,
1: I know. And seriously, Simi, I know some of our colleagues <clears throat> reporting on this have taken a lot of heat for yes, doing it have. on social media, blowing it out of proportion, all that. the The most gratifying thing for them is Pick up the report, give it a read. You weren't imagining things.
0: Exactly. Vaughn, thank you.
1: Bye bye.